That movie sucked. I kind of liked it. Movie Night Crew Network. Rotten cabbages? What kind of slum do you think this is? Hey, babe. Hey, darling. How you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. After that breakfast, are you kidding me? This one, this one made Belgian waffles with like chocolate swizzle and like fruit and whipped cream. It was remarkable. Oh man, you're you're flattering me. Um, If you're on our Discord, you can see a picture of it in our dining hall channel. Uh, Very fun stuff. Yeah, well, we'll we'll plug the Patreon later (laughs) in the episode. But yes, I uh, am. While I do consider myself a humble person, I would like to think that Leslie Nope would have approved of these Belgian waffles, which use authentic authentic pearl sugar which there are different kinds of belgian waffles for people that don't know but the the pearl sugar is um very thick like round they literally look like little pearls that are made of sugar and you fold them into the dough and so instead of like dissolving these the pearl sugar stays intact and when you bake it in the waffle iron um they the sugar caramelizes and it is the most d- delectable amazing thing those are they're known as liege waffles so um yeah uh, there's your cooking, cooking knowledge of the day <laughs> oh speaking of which uh <laughs> yes we also have a guest today charlie welcome back to the pod i'm drooling i'm drooling over these waffles <laughs> it, it was a I would like to say it was a true together breakfast, material mm. breakfast, but mm. you weren't there, Charlie, so it wasn't a together breakfast. And there wasn't any popcorn, which that's, is honestly probably for the best. That's what we should have done while we were in Richmond together. We oh should have God. made together breakfast. That's uh, so funny. Missed opportunity. Next yeah, time. speaking speaking Next of time. recent activities, first of all, happy belated birthday to our wonderful pod daddy and co-host of restricted section uh, christina khan we love you babe and thank we you for we stand. hosting all of us Best. the entire ex- almost the entire minus uh ray and carrie our, our lovely other friends but almost the entire movie night crew um was on the pod so and in person in richmond sam was even there from australia it was amazing i got a sunburn it was great i still yeah, have I got that a sunburn, sunburn. Too. I, mine, mine got better. We, I did not get a sunburn because, uh, for the listeners, we spent one day down on the river, uh, at the James River in Richmond, which was lovely. And I was very much May in this episode and had my umbrella because yeah. if I get exposed to direct sunlight, I will immediately burst into flames. So yeah, we were we really, were all the true flamio hot woman, the goth of the group. <laughs> we were all. Oh, how dare you? I hate. Thanks, I hate it. That's who we were. That's we we lived the the true embodiment of the Richmond River Rat, and I'm proud. Charlie, what was your favorite part of the trip besides getting sunburned? I mean, that wasn't my favorite part. That wasn't one of their favorite parts. That was the worst part. (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay. I praise that for you. But what was your favorite part? And we're gonna ignore getting sunburned because that was not great. Um, you know, playing the drinking games and getting very hydrated because I was the <laughs> only one not drinking alcohol. <laughs> well, so Brooke Your madly body. showed up at one point. You That's definitely, true. Brooke is the only she other wasn't person. <laughs> Brooke is pregnant for those who don't know in the show. And also doesn't drink, so And also doesn't drink, so, <laughs> so it's just like so. a double just just yeah. not gonna happen. <laughs> 
Her doctor was like, I'm sorry, for the next nine months, you can't drink. And she was like, no problem. <laughs> uh, we are, so, yeah, we got to go to Brooke uh, Matherly's baby shower. Like That was fun and cute. Oh, my God. There was just, we were so full after that weekend. And we're so grateful for all of our friends. And, um, yeah, it's just been a fun time. And hopefully we can do it again soon. And... Uh, but besides that, I'm surprised, and I'm glad that we didn't, but also kind of surprised we didn't record an episode with all of us together. I thought it was gonna happen. This opportunity? Maybe. (laughs) The one mic and, like, you know, 20 of us all around it? No, chaos. (laughs) Yeah, that would have opened a portal in the multiverse and all of the other multiverse versions of us would have come through and stolen the mic and been like no this is the start of like the end this is the end of the world as we know it if we connected to our multiverse selves then we could we could just be like all right you guys do a different podcast and you can use use our episodes of cabbages and then we can get our multiverse selves to be working on other projects well, I mean, sure, do that. <laughs> did you did you guys hear that? Hold on, did you hear did you hear that? I heard the claps of audio synchronizing. Oh my god! Okay, all right. So everybody's gonna. Uh, I will count to five. I want you both to join me for the claps for four and five. Here we go. One, two, three, four, four five. five. Um, Great. don't don't stop because we just sync or did the syncing thing, but. I do have to go put on a bra, so... Okay, go do that. Give me a second. Thank you. I'll cut out the part about your boobs. I may not. I may not cut out the part about her boobs. (laughs) No, Fire Lord Ozai! You're not wearing a bra! (laughs) (laughs) Does that happen, or is that just... this episode is such a fever dream that that could have happened, and I just could have not know, not heard so that good. part. <laughs> I just love everything about it. It's so stupid. Oh man, it is a good bit of absurdism, like right towards the like mid season climax. Well, you needed it after the Puppet Master episode. Is just like you you need so something dark. fun. <laughs> That's my closet. It's full of shit. Yeah, that that tends to happen instead of a drunk jar. Junk, junk drawer. You get a junk closet. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry, Charlie. I have a drunk drawer, too, okay? <laughs> you don't know my life. It's where you keep all the booze. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm back. Thank you. Yeah, great. That feels much better. Okay. Do you feel, do you feel more supported? I do. I felt super supported before because I have the best friends ever and really great co-hosts. And Charlie is one of our favorite guests uh, on Cabbages. But now I feel doubly supported because you know what? These guys, these, they need, they need support. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, so we all have had some great things to be thankful for in the past week, friends-wise, but, like, there's also a shit ton of stuff happening in the world of Avatar right now. Yeah, Uh, if if you are all living under a rock for the past month and a half like us and have forgotten to talk about it every single episode of your Avatar podcast like us, then uh, you would probably uh, know already that, um, yeah, there's movies coming out, and we're very excited about them. Thank God if it weren't for Avatar News on Twitter and their website, because... God damn it, otherwise we would be completely lost. Thank yeah. you. 
Y'all, y'all uh, are canceled for not knowing the news <laughs> and sharing it on your podcast. I know. So Avatar Studios is uh, feverishly um, grinding away at making really cool movies. I think the first one is slated to come out in 2024. Will be about Aang and the gang as young adults having a adventure. Super stoked to see our favorite folks again, and it'll be great to spend like theatrical film time with them. By the way, theatrical movie. It's coming to theaters, baby. Woo! That means it's gonna look real nice, and it's gonna be all like decked out and pretty. Like we have for the past over the past two weeks, we probably watched the Bob's Burgers movie like three times, and that movie is so pretty and well animated and like well painted all the background paintings are awesome and the cells and the animation are all full of movement and uh alive and i just i'm just i'm hopeful that that's going to be what we see with this with these movies like classic 2d animation i'm just i mean they they say they have content they being brian and mike they and avatar studios has potential content into the next 20 plus years so like I think yeah. we're... If the next Marvel MCU was, instead of Marvel MCU, it was just an Avatar cinematic universe... It'd be that'd so much be, better. That'd be tops for me. I'm a-okay with that. Oh. It also means we can never end this show. Cool! Um, which I'm good I'm, with that. Cool! <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're also fine with that, but I, I'm sorry for all of those people out there who have to sit through another oh, several hang, years. <laughs> hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. Ugh. Uh, uh, okay, I just had I had to reposition my ball and chain. It was getting quite painful where it was, and so now it's now it's back. And uh, we're super stoked to be doing this show uh, forever. <laughs> we are honestly, we, we love doing this show. Um, I'm well, just kidding. Well, Charlie, is there but the any... ball and chain was getting very uncomfortable. Charlie, one of the things we rely on you upon in love about you is that you're always got all of the tea for what's happening Avatar wise. Is there Got anything? The scoop. Yeah, any cons you've been to recently? Like, should call you Huey Lewis because you've got the news. Oh, I haven't. I haven't been to a con since Anime Boston. It's it's been a minute, my dudes. Mm. Oh well, it's been a minute. For it's us been a too. minute. Well, when was Anime Boston? May. It was okay, very well, late this year. It's usually around Easter. Well, still, that was, what, two months ago. Uh, I haven't been to a con, checks, freckles, uh, since November of 2019. So, or, no, sorry, 18. Uh, we gotta go to a con <laughs> together. Technically, we did go to that eclectic toy con where you got that sweet deal on that retired Lego set. I did. That's I got the Parisian Cafe, which was, uh, you know, one of the Lego modular buildings that I've had my eye on for a while. And, um, yeah, it, that was pretty sweet. I love the local con life. And I think we may, uh, spoilers, we try and be going to some more cons here coming up, folks. So cons, stay more tuned! Cons, more cons! More cons! cons. Everybody! Yeah, definitely one of my one of my favorite cosplays at the Anime Boston this year was there was a trio of like the Birds of Prey, the you know the the Avatar ladies, and like they changed outfits. Like one day they were the regular outfits, one day they were the beach outfits, and I'm like, oh my god, solid! It's like the same three people just. That's so I love it. Such major squad goals. 
Good shit. Well, I want to do stuff like that. One day, something to aspire we should to. Be the, we should be the gang, and we'll go in season one attire, season two attire, and then season three attire for the three days. There you like go. We're going through the entire, the entire series. I love it. Well, speaking of the gang, that actually... I do have some Avatar news. Again, thanks to Avatar news for keeping us up to date. Um, yeah. But... So, for all of those that are fans of Avatar, y'all knew probably before we did, uh, but uh, they did recently announce the content for the first, what are going to be three, a series of three movies that are actually going to be coming to theaters. Oh yeah, uh, I didn't do the other two, I only got into the first one. Well, the first <laughs> movie is supposed to be Kiyoshi. Second- no, I, I'm pretty sure the first movie is the... The gang. Okay. I mean, after that, it's Kiyoshi. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 I. This is. Let me. Uh. I. I'm the one. This is okay, real tea up, corner, folks. Front of you. Folks, this is real tea corner, and oh, no. I'm oh, going no. I'm to. I'm so sorry. Wait. Wait. Give don't you. Do don't do it. Why don't you enjoy a cup of calming jasmine tea? More tea, please. I hope I made it the way you like it. <laughs> Good. Did you really mean that, Uncle? Of course. So several weeks ago when it was first announced that we were going to get the series of not one, not two, but three Avatar animated movies that will be coming to theaters. First in 2024, Kiyoshi followed by 2025 Zuko, and then 2026 Korra. We were, of course, all super stoked, and I was most excited, honestly, for this Kiyoshi movie. But, and here is the real tea corner that I'm going to... And I'm very curious to hear every, y'all's opinions on this. But uh, recently, just as in breaking, like, a day or two ago at San Diego Comic-Con, they actually announced, hold up, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, remember that Kyoshi movie? Yeah, it said it's going to be a movie about the gang. So uh, stay tuned, folks. Oh. Um, so that season four? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm ex- very excited, I guess. But, like. If I had to pick for me the part of the world, especially in the old, like, pre-Cora or, like, even around the time of the gang era, for me, like, Kyoshi is the best avatar, has not been explored. Give us some queer representation! You queer-baited us, Avatar Studios! Fuck you! Okay, I'm done. If you want more Kyoshi content, read the books. I've heard that they're quite good. I have, I have two. They're on my list. <laughs> yeah. And not, even more content for this show. It just, we, the list keeps growing and growing. Do we want to speculate that because maybe they, they, they scrapped the Korra, or they scrapped the Kyoshi movie idea because at some point they're going to make a Kyoshi series? Oh. I don't know. Oh, I like because that. Because they are planning making series as well. And I was reading the synopsis of like, Kiyoshi has such an interesting story. It feels like it would need to be told uh, in a series. I hope so. I like that theory, but I'm also slightly concerned, given that this is the first movie to be coming out in the series, and it is supposed to come out in 2024, and we just changed the lineup of, like, that first film, so... Mm. Well, I mean, it's, it's possible that, like... I mean, was the was the Kyoshi movie confirmed by Avatar Studios officially, or was it all just kind of like talked about on Twitter? No, no, it was it was it was confirmed. Look, I I don't want to comment on you know when you when you're dealing with something this deep into production, like there's just so many things you don't know. 
There's so many things you can't know because you're just not privy to them. You know, there's a there's a whole host of reasons I could give why why that might be. And some of them could be completely reasonable and not in any way like ill intention or anything like that. Um, Me, do I want a Kyoshi movie? Obviously, that would be awesome. But I'm not going to lie and say that I'm not looking forward to seeing these beloved characters again because I am. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, what are your thoughts? More gang content is good, but also I'm like, Kyoshi. I know. I th- it's it it's it strikes me as a decision like Disney made with the first Star Wars movie, The Force Awakens, where they were like, "We need this to be like something people recognize because it's been a long time, and Avatar hasn't been in the public zeitgeist for like over a decade at this point." Here is my final like conspiracy theory thought, and then we will at- wrap up this real cheat corner and start actually, right. you know, talking about an episode. But, um, X-Files theme music is <laughs> to about leave, to be played. To leave y'all on this cliffhanger, uh, there was always speculation or want from the fandom for a book four air. We never, you know, when Korra came out and we had a whole new avatar, like, not gonna go down that road and anyone that uh, does not like Korra than GTFO. But, <laughs> you know what? I think that there's that is still an area that a lot of the fandom or at least old fandom um some older fans feel like that area has been unexplored so my potential theory is that and people have always said oh there's it's unreleased maybe there's like there is content or there was planned content for a book four that just never got made and so i'm wondering if they're like dusting some of the stuff off and from the archives i mean brian and mike have been very adamant like no there were always three books that were planned like there was never gonna be a book four but i don't some people are you know what there so i'm wondering if there is there's some credence to that book four and now the reason they're able to switch gears and to your point things change all the time especially at these early stages in production. I mean, look at how many times James Cameron has delayed that avatar cough, cough, but Hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just, just leaving it out there that maybe there is some things that were, you know, unwritten or that were just on the storyboard that just never got converted. And they're going and dusted some of that off. They wanted to washy tongues library and uh, dug some stuff up. Is so I think I think that it is unlikely that there was a in any level of production season four of Avatar. I really think it's very, very unlikely, mostly because it really just feels like season three has the perfect ending. It has the perfect ending. Nothing. There's nothing left unresolved, basically, except for maybe Zuko's mother's arc. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Zuko's mom. (laughs) But, like, it feels to me like everything culminates to season three's end being the end of the series. And the idea that you would plan to, like, basically end your show and then also just, like, start it up again for a season four seems really far-fetched to me. I think what's most likely is that, you know, maybe what happened is um, they took the, the film about Zuko and they expanded that film to be about the gang, everyone. It probably also heavily features Zuko, I would imagine. Yeah. And maybe they took that film and sort of made it about the gang because they were like, okay, we need this to be a little bit more of like a a welcome back. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my theory anyway. It not and not not a bad one. 
Not a bad one. I'm sure we will know more. I'm, I'll tell you this. I have a lot of respect for uh, Avatar Studios for how little they're giving us. Because mm-hmm. I think that, like, when you, you know, go and blab and get people's hype all, all circled up, you, you open yourself up to a bunch of disappointment. And to just have it be, like, in the oven for however many years and then have them go, hey, it's coming out in six months or whatever will be great. It'll be, it'll be, I'll be all hyped to see it when it's, when I know it's like on the eve of being done. Yeah. Oh, and there's like the Netflix show finished filming, but who the fuck cares about that? Let's just start the episode. Come on. And that is Real Tea Corner, folks. (laughs) So I am Alex. And I'm Zach. And I'm Charlie. And this, and is, this is Mike Evans, an Avatar podcast. Well, Charlie, welcome to the pod. I know that was a long intro. Most people know who you are. But for those who don't, first of all, who are you? And, you know, get get going with your life. You're missing out. Who am I? And second, did you not listen to our episode on Appa's Lost Days? Because it happened last season. (laughs) I feel like people may have skipped it, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) It is a hard episode. But, Charlie, welcome back to Cabbages. We're so happy to have you. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm always happy to talk about some weird ass Avatar episodes. I I sure do pick some episodes, don't I? You, you, you know how to pick them. <laughs> you do. So for those who don't know you, Charlie, can you uh, introduce yourself to fr- the, the the Cabbage Patch? Yeah. Um. Well, I run two shows on our wonderful Movie Night two. Crew Network. Count them two. Oh yeah, I got my Percy Jackson show of the Eldest Gods. Um, that I co-host with Ray, and then I got Phantoms Gone Wrong, where we, me and my mom just review some fun media and such. It's good fun shit. Fun times. And they're both great, and you should check them out, and yeah, we rely on you, Charlie, knower of 10,000 things, to <laughs> you know all the trivia, all the context. I think I you and Time Lord <laughs> Iroh are the two people that probably on at least the Discord know. The most about the backstory and the fandom of all of the things uh, Avatar. And that, that includes us. Again, My Cabbages, not an expert podcast. <laughs> that's, that's, the new, that's the new title of it. <laughs> <laughs> not an expert podcast. So for those that don't know, um, we before we're letting y'all behind the, the velvet curtain. Before we pick every episode, um, or before we start every season... We go to our friends and our other creators on the network, and we are like, hey, friends, is there anyone who'd want to come on the show? And if so, like, what what episode would you like? Yeah, pick an episode. To mind you, all of the episodes have were open. The only one that we have had claimed, and that has been claimed since, you know, two years ago, uh, was for the Ember Island players. Spoilers! Uh, uh, Actually, no spoilers. I'm not going to tell you who it is. So, but yeah, uh, and they all pick and it's wonderful. And then here's our dear friend, Charlie, who comes along and picks book three, fire, episode nine, nightmares and daydreams.
Wow. Yeah. So, good, yeah. Good organic pull, baby. Charlie, nice. please tell, first of all, the, not just the Cabbage Patch, but also, please, please explain to us, when you had the whole yeah. season three to pick from, Charlie, we need this you to was tell your us, episode. Charlie, we need you to tell us, what the hell were you thinking? Were you, were you high on some cactus juice, my friend? Like, I think Aang was. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Wait, oh, yeah. wait, we don't, like, you were gonna, like, we usually read a little wiki entry for the episode, but I'm gonna recap it right now, because we don't need the wiki entry. Oh, you don't. <laughs> The gang goes to an island for four days to chill before the invasion, and Aang sees some shit. Oh, also, Zuko goes to a meeting with his dad, and he's sad. That's the episode. That's the that's the whole thing. Now, yeah. where do we want to start? <laughs> listen, listen. You you know, I I choose some episodes. I chose Appa's Lost Days, which is the episode where everybody cries or they skip it because they're like, nah, this is too fucking yeah. sad. And then I chose this one where Aang is just fucking high. Um, I can't I can't fully explain it. I was just like, yeah, this episode is just like fun. This one is just fun. Yeah. I had to I had to bring it up compared to my last episode I was on. You know. The title of this episode should just be Aang has a series of bad trips. <laughs> <laughs> the gang so, goes on a trip. <laughs> yeah. They get we're totally chill on Avatar talking about drug culture and, you know, normalizing that from a young age. However, yeah, death can't say that word. Can't say kill. Yeah, yeah, we can talk yeah. about getting cracked on cracked uh, cracked on cactus juice, but we can't say the word kill or death it's or anything so like that. Silly. I will end you while I snort my cocaine. <laughs> anyway, so Sokka, um, Sokka is like taking them to this island, and he's like, "Yo, it's just a place we're gonna chill. It's we're gonna chill." The invasion in for four whole days, he, and Aang he is chose like, it so what? specifically. Like yeah. you know, like we had to find some place that had like the good ge- geography, blah blah blah. You know, it's close to the Fire Nation. Yeah, we can hang out. Sheep. We can shoot it in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fucking sheep. <laughs> like Aang hears that it's four days, and it's like it's the first time he's heard this. It's like it's the first time he has heard it's four days away because he's like, what the fuck. It's four days! Four days? The invasion's in four days? Ah! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've all been there. We have right. all, and, you know, everyone gets different things. For me, it's before I travel. I learned this, that there is a million things now that for will forever endear us to our friend Sam, now that we he's come to visit us in, from good old Australia, but uh, we both get travel anxiety. So for me, I don't sleep well like before travel. Mm. Uh, not sure about you all, but like, yeah, I'm 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 feeling Ang here in his anxiety and trying to be like, we got to perform, got to be at the top of our game. Like, I have to sleep, I have to, I have to get there, and then you just don't. And he's like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna give up on this. I don't have to sleep. Sleep is for the week. I've got yeah. this. Yeah, I think we've totally. all from time to time. <laughs> I think we've all from time to time felt sleep angst. Hey! Oh, oh! <laughs> Alex is unimpressed. <laughs> yeah, I uh, 
<laughs> I am so disappointed. Aang <laughs> decides, you know what? I just need a good night's sleep. And so they settle down, and Aang has a really fucking weird dream. This first dream is like, it's uh, he's Goku. Just straight okay. up, he's just straight up Goku I was from like, Dragon Ball You Z. gotta explain what he's dressed as every time, because I... It goes over my head. I'm like, this is an anime character. I don't know which one, but it is oh, an the anime second one. <laughs> the second one, I don't know. It feels like a mishmash between a bunch of different like shonen anime. All right, so I have the. the tr- I'm admittedly. Oh, I'm cheating you open here. the trivia page. I'm right, cheating cool. here. Our good old friend Avatar uh, Wiki, uh, the fandom page is here for the rescue. Uh, the and just reading. Was I right about Goku? You were right about Goku, but y'all reading through this. It is so much worse than I thought. The amount <laughs> of anime references oh, stuffed yeah. into oh, this episode is stupid. It is stupid. You can tell that... So, so I'm of two minds about this. One, one possibility is that there are a bunch of weebs that obviously got hired to draw an anime-style show that have been begging for anime references in the show for th- three seasons and the directors are finally like all right fine this is a low stakes episode not a lot happens here just get it all out of your fucking systems get, get it all out if if there were any ever arguments uh, that like you know about avatar being an anim like an american anime this episode just cements that for me mm-hmm. yeah. so Rather than going, like, dream by dream, I think what I'm- if we're good, I am going to, uh, in Naruto Naruto speedrun this. Welcome to Anime Reference Corner! So we're gonna, uh, Naruto speedrun this. I put my headband. I'm just (laughs) going to, for Charlie and for Zach, I'm going to read out the description of each dream, and you all have to tell me what- your best guess is to <laughs> which anime we're we're we are going to uh play our own version of um actually <laughs> um <laughs> all right it. so in ang's first stream he is dressed similarly to blank from the blank sh- show in orange clothes with a belt and large spiky dark hair yeah Goku from Dragon Ball Z. I, I, I did, in fact, write down, like, Naruto, because I was like, I don't know the, you know, He's the shonen. Orange. I don't know these things as well. He has orange on. <laughs> uh, so... I'm actually any, a bad anime from- fan. <laughs> it's okay, Charlie. We're, we still love you. Uh, Zach is correct, though, that this is Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Um, actually, that's Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Uh. (laughs) Alrighty. Dream number two. In his second dream, Aang appears similar to Blank. This is characterized by the ear piercings, hairstyle, high collar, coat, and chain belt contraption that holds up his pants. No, the chain belt is so funny, because I feel like a lot of anime do that, like, oversized chain bit. Yeah. It's just fun to see that like referenced in in Naruto. Zach asked I'm, me what the, my okay, guess was let me about this, this during the show and I guess Kingdom Hearts, which was never going to be right. So, <laughs> I yeah. I want to ask this. Do you know whether or not I am familiar with this anime that is being referenced? I'm going to say no because I do not know what this one is. No. Um I did look it up God. and I am I've seen an episode of it. Is it Shaman King? It is not. 
That was that was my one ace in the hole. I do not know who what, is what anime this is. Vosh the Stampede. Oh, from Trigun. From, um, Trigun. I know Trigun. Yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't didn't pick up on that. Yep. Great. Well, there is also a sub bullet, so that I will give you as a bonus. Oh. The way Aang moves towards Ozai in the dream is similar to the running style used in blank. Naruto. Ding. Well, yeah. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I even would have gotten that one. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I realized that whenever, like, Tina is running away from something in Bob's Burgers, she does a Naruto run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then the final dream, three out of three. Uh, so you're... Uh, you got, you're, you're one out of two so far, but you did get that bonus. So I'm okay. going to count you two for two, babe. Let's see if we can make it three for three. Um, let's see here. Hold on. By the way, I, I couldn't escape the idea that it looked like Aang had a chastity belt on in this, in the chain, with the chain pants. He had like the lock right over the, <laughs> the front of the pants. Oh, I, I'm lying. Um. It doesn't have something for the last one. Uh, the rest is just everything that's thrown into the Momo and Appa battle. So I was like, okay. Do they anything? mention Samurai Shampoo? I don't know if that was out yet. They they do, but it's during the battle with Momo and Appa. So yeah, yeah, we'll cut that. So I was like, okay. So you did two for two. Uh, dream number three doesn't. It's kind of blah. Like we yeah, don't I mean, get his hair looks like uh, Ozai's hair. So I was that just like, is what the- is this a mm-hmm. reference to? It looks like he's just Ozai. Oh no. Oh my god. They're they're pulling a matrix here uh, and they're fucking like quoting and making themselves <laughs> a meme. You can't do that, Avatar. Y'all weren't big enough yet. Like I mean, don't hey, get me wrong, it was an amazing listen, show, but a- like, Avatar can do whatever the fuck it wants. They they retweeted themselves, I guess, by like, oh yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna now we're the third and the best, so uh Fuck you, Dragon Ball Z and Trigun uh, and Naru- Naru- Naruto. Wow. Naruto. I, thank you. Yeah. I'm like... And Naruto. Naruto are the three different, like, hiragana's. Um, yeah, we're just gonna make ourselves famous by making Aang's hair look like Ozai's. Yep. Yep. There you go, another famous anime, Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> hey, they listen, they're three for three in <laughs> iconic, iconic anime. Uh, uh. Well, there you have it, folks. We have the the three dreams, and uh, who cares what happened during them? We just wanted to know uh, what the outfits I were. I care what happened. In the first dream, Aang uh, is missing his pants, which is a dream I think we can all relate to. Wait, wait, are we all wearing uh, pants today? Are we? I'm wearing shorts. Does that count? I'm wearing Maybe. shorts. It's too. It is hot as fuck outside. There is no way that I am D- wearing. RAC pants. set at sixty nine. So <laughs> nice. There you go. <laughs> um, first dream. Yeah, Ang is missing his pants, and he's like, "Oh no, my pants!" It's just like a classic, very second, classic. Second dream, he, he forgets he has a math test. Oh, the math test that was so. And they bring good. out like the abacus. <laughs> um, and Aang is like, wait a minute, there's a math test? Oh no! This episode is just anxiety. Like, that's all it is. What I love, <laughs> I, I love, I love this, like, I love that Brian and Mike are so intimately, like, knowledgeable about Aang's character, because, like, 
Aang is facing up against someone who could literally kill him very easily. Mm -hmm. And the thing he is most stressed about is a secret math test. (laughs) Listen, he is a 12-year-old boy. (laughs) (laughs) And then the last dream is another, like, common fear where Ozai is just like, aha, you overslept. (laughs) Eclipse is over. Or you missed the invasion. It's over. Um, yeah. Oh y- my god. Lose. What is he riding on in that dream? He's like, is like a cow, a flying cow pig thing. It's a hippo cow. A oh. fire, a flying, fire breathing hippo cow. Oh, it is a hippo cow. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You're right. Now. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think the the flying and the fire breathing part is normal, but uh, par for the course in this world, I guess. So. Yeah, seems like a those... munch- it seems like a munchkin mount. Out of those three dreams, which is the most relatable? Like, out of everyone yes. has the most relatable nightmare, like, I or has a recurring nightmare from when they were growing up. Like, do we all have one that is at all at, at all relatable to what Aang is going through right now? Uh, not reoccurring, but I have a memory as a child of being uh in school, like having a dream where I was in school. And looking down and just remembering, realizing that I just walked out of the door and walked to school and never had any pants on. Like, never once had any pants on. I looked down and was like, oh my god, I didn't do that. (laughs) And I'm sitting in class, and I'm sure everyone has noticed, what am I going to do about it? So I ran from school and was petrified. That's pretty much all I remember from the dream. Hmm. I never had the no pants dream, so I'm interested that that that's uh, something that... Happened for you. I thought it was a... That's because you look good without pants, baby. Aw, that's really sweet. How cute. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm also, you know, I feel like if I forgot my pants, I just own it. It's like, whatever. This is not the weirdest <laughs> thing to happen to me in my life. <laughs> uh, body positivity, y'all. There you go. For me, it's definitely a tie between two and three, but I'm going to go with number two because I, to this day, even though I have not been in school for at least five years, if not longer. Uh, I still have recurring <laughs> nightmares that I will be in school and mm. it will be halfway like through the semester and I like show up for midterms and I'm like, yeah, I fucking nailed that, man. Like I did all my tests waiting for my grades to come in and then turns out, oh shit, yeah, that class that you signed up for, that math class, um, well, you have not been going to it all semester. You, it turns <laughs> out you did not drop it and your midterm is right fucking now. Yeah, so. I, I will say of the two stress stressors, the thing that affects my life most right now is like forgetting about is like suddenly remembering a deadline that just passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's way more stress attached to it than being without pants is whatever. I've more had like just full on naked dreams rather than just pantsless but I can mm. usually oh, taking it to the stream extreme. I can usually be like, wait, wait. This is obviously a dream. And then I just, like, magically feel for, like, my clothes, and then they appear. And Damn. I, I break the dreams a lot. I'm I'm fairly good at that stuff. You're fucking dream-walking. I am. That's, like, you, you'd think that with as much meditating and, like, spirituality as Aang has, that he could, he could trigger you a lucid think? dream and, like, take control of it. I'm fairly good at you... lucid dreaming. I don't know how. I have done it. <laughs> I have done it probably a handful of times, and by a handful, I mean maybe five or six times in my life, mm. where I was like, 
okay, this is absurd. Uh, aliens just showed up and they're asking me for ice cream. This isn't a real uh, <laughs> memory, so I'm going to just do oh, what no, I that, want. That sounds like a real thing. A totally legit. That totally happened. Wait, what? That happened? I think remember. that was an episode oh, of Wizards of Waverly Place, actually. Oh my god. <laughs> this is terrifying. It's the meme, it's it's the meme of the guy like showing the butterfree, and it's like, is this gaslighting? <laughs> I I do uh, have a reoccurring dream or a a theme in some of my dreams often. I don't know why. I just have a lot of jungle gyms in my dreams, and I don't know why this is a thing that happens to me. But it We've got to go to Port Discovery if you visit uh, Baltimore, Charlie. They have a four-story jungle gym. I'm not even, like, in that Port into... Discovery. I was never really that into them as a child. Shut up! Stop lying to yourself! Alright, well, we're just gonna do dream analysis right now. So, All right. um... Ah, yes! I feel Welcome like- to dream analysis with me, uh, Sigmund Freud. <laughs> now, let's go around the table... Who has a weedy anime costume in their dream? I have a very specific uh, interpretation of this. Um, you are a loser. Go uh, take a shower. Thank you for coming to Sigmund Freud's dream analysis. Uh, g- goodbye. Okay, now we can actually talk about the dreams. <laughs> what the fuck I mean, I did do that in high school. And as part of my psychology unit on Freud... My teacher made us keep dream journals, and then we had to, like, do psychoanalysis and exchange with a partner. It was bizarre. I wish I had learned something from that, but it was just, it was dumb. (laughs) The fact that you're chained up your nether regions is, uh, points to very, uh, weird things that are very uncomfortable to talk about. (laughs) I'm doing a terrible, terrible Sigmund Freud. Well, you you need the cigar, uh, and the misogyny. (laughs) You mean the penis. You mean the penis in my mouth. The cigar, right? Gross. Anyway, every cigar is a penis in Sigmund Freud's oral fixations. Yeah. Well, we're looking at jungle gyms, and according uh, to dreamsdirectory.com, Charlie, dreams about jungle gyms signify completion and wholeness. The key to overcoming your fear is to discuss them and deal with them openly. You may be feeling melancholy. Your dream is a premonition for deceit and falsehood. You need to be more expressive in daily conversations. Wait, so is it a dream about deceit and falsehood, or is it a dream about wholeness and completion? Because those two things seem to be in direct conflict. I don't know. There's more here, (laughs) but that's the gist of it. So I, um, that's great. Yeah, totally scanned. I thought it had to do with, like, my inner child or something, honestly. That was my interpretation. Yeah, it, um, let's see here. It, it, it's talking about support systems. Uh, it's a, there's a clue that you may have unresolved issues from your childhood. You're accepting well, yeah. of different or diverging views. You may feel that you are a target for criticism. But, and this dream is a signal for your desires for a simpler life. And you need to start questioning certain authority. Look up right. here. Look up what it means when your dream contains a talking pet or animal. I'm sure that's going to be on there somewhere. All right, because that is something we can relate back to the episode for sure. Well, has do you have do you have dreams about uh, talking pets? No, but Aang does, and that's who we're talking about right that's now. True, yeah, that's true, but um, okay, so. 
Let's... I can't think of any unique signifiers in my dreams that I could say, like, Google ooh, this. Ooh, ooh. I also have another thing. I I often have musical dreams. Like, like where me or everyone else is, like, singing in the dream. And, like, that's just a thing that happens quite often. <laughs> well, we definitely can get to that. But for in terms of Aang, if we were just... Aang submitted his dream journal. When we're talking about... uh talking animals although this wasn't a dream his was yeah a, that was a hallucination his, that was a hallucination but that's a whole nother yeah, thing but at, at that point it's all subconscious right it, like the hallucinations mm. in the dreams kind of like become a little little muddy yeah so i guess it's hard to determine the actual meaning because it determine it depends on the type of animal that is talking and since uh-huh. uh flying lemurs and flying er, bison <laughs> sky bison yeah i'm sure sky bison's right down there but next down, to what about bison. sheep there were also sheep in this so i know they were koala sheep oh right yeah okay i forgot so, what type unfortunately of sheep I think there's not hope for Angus. Angus needs sleep. Look up what look up what it means when my two pets don samurai outfits and then have an <laughs> anime right. style we battle. We are done here. <laughs> We're done here, folks. Uh, oh can't goodness. do that. It's too specific. <laughs> so I think yeah. So Ang Ang might need some help, and he needs not sleeping is bad. He does for and there's he starts his dream. He's like. Oh fuck this! I don't need sleep. Clearly, the I am going to miss the invasion if I do. So I'm just going to stay awake for the next four days, and uh, it's going to be fine. What could yeah, possibly sleep, go wrong? A sleep deprived, a sleep deprived, uh, like pubescent child is going to take on the most powerful firebender in the world. I love the bit where, where you know. Uh, Katara's like, why are you so stressed, Aang? And Sokka's like, well, j- uh, because because the whole invasion is riding on him, of course. And if he doesn't win, then we're all fucked. That's because you gotta fight the Fire Lord, the baddest man on the planet. And you better win or we're all done for. Sokka! Yeah. And Aang's like, <laughs> he's like grinding his teeth, like shaking. Yeah, that honestly happens to me when I know I have so much pressure. I know I need to fall asleep. But like, and then the, I, I'm laying in bed trying to fall asleep, and then the pressure of oh my god, like time is past, so much time has passed. Like every minute that I don't sleep is one less minute sleep I'm going to get, and then like that anxiety wheel just keeps spinning and spinning and god, spinning. God, that's a that's a such a vicious loop. It's a feedback loop, right? Because you're like, oh, I'm not falling asleep, and you're like, crap, now I'm going to be tired tomorrow. I need to fall asleep, and then that that urgency to fall asleep is what keeps you awake. Hmm. I thankfully has anyone had a situation where they actually have been so sleep deprived uh and there have been consequences <laughs> I so here's a good story I had um this was senior year I think of college and I had a painting uh that was it was uh, due that morning that I hadn't started until the night out the night before so I got two or three red bulls and I did it all the night before, came came to class, hadn't slept a wink, sitting in critique. Now, this is what they don't tell you when you're in art school. When you bring in a, a big homework assignment, the first hour or even two of class is you all put up your homework assignments and you spend five, ten minutes talking about each one of them. And so you come in to class and you sit down in your chair and you're just silent 
And I just kept... Like, I kept on, like, having tiny little blackout moments Mm. that I'm sure were noticeable. Because I was doing this, I was like, my head was dipping every single time. And uh, I don't know how or why, but I had a pocket full of D&D dice. Just full of them. (laughs) So I'm sitting there in in my chair trying to stay awake, trying oh, no. to make it look like I'm engaged. Oh, no, 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 no. And I slip, and as I, as my head comes up from a bob, all my dice clatter onto the oh. I see this happening in slow motion. And everyone looks over, and so there I am with my nerd dice, clearly sleeping through other people's critiques. And my piece wasn't even that good. It wasn't even worth spending the whole night. <laughs> It's a pretty benign story, but that's my story about uh, not sleeping. I've well, never done an all-nighter. It's- I what? went to no, I went Charlie. to art school. I did at least four or five of them a semester. I prioritize sleeping. <laughs> I respect that. You know what? Proud of you, Charlie. I would rather fail. Maybe this wasn't maybe this wasn't senior year because I definitely remember senior year not having a bunch of like all-nighters. I I had managed my time better by that point. I definitely managed time, but I also, I definitely had my slew of all-nighters between undergrad and grad school because, you know, I'm a procrastinator and you would think that after a while, oh, I procrastinate and then I have to stay up all night and that term paper that was 10 pages that I banged out overnight and then got an A plus on. Like, no, fuck you. I'm supposed to fail. Like, you're supposed to not reward me for this behavior. (laughs) And here, yeah. And so, you know, I don't think I could do that today. But back when I was 19, sure could. And um, so for me, I would think that probably the worst case of me uh, oversleeping or something from lack of sleep is, I don't, I don't have one. I fucking nailed out a turn paper and (laughs) got an A. So I guess that's a really bad moral, folks, but here we are. It's the one we got. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, teacher. I've learned nothing. (laughs) I've learned nothing. Uh, all right. Well, so Aang has his dreams. He starts to daydream. Mm -hmm. He is training. He's trying to do all that he can. I have to stop this right now to tell tell you something very important. Very important. And, uh, it means a lot to me to say this to you, so I'm just gonna say it. Uh, you're my forever girl, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And then Zack grows giant exaggerated anime like Looney Tunes anime eyes and they they sparkle I died Uh, the only thing that (laughs) would have made that scene more cringe (laughs) was his heart literally just like like Like, boom 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 out of his chest Uh, I'm glad he didn't actually say it though cause like wow wow he just Katara, I have to imagine Katara just, like, the interaction is, like, she's talking to Aang, and then mid-sentence, he just goes, and then, like, she sees him spin around like this and, like, pretend to kiss, like, not her. Like, what's her interpretation of that? It's like, I was that, uh, dreaming about be... living underwater. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I dream. I dreamed about my, uh, my best friend, the starfish, and my neighbor, the squid. Oh, wow. And honestly... I wonder if I wonder if him saying he was dreaming about living underwater is like a low key 
nod mm. to SpongeBob, I the SpongeBob l- team. Maybe, maybe because they 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 uh they were like on the same floor. Their their animation studios were on the same floor. SpongeBob and Avatar, oh. they were like neighbors. That makes sense. So I'm sure I feel like they were they were doing a bit of like cross cross referencing once in a while. Now I have to scour SpongeBob to try to find Avatar references. Where is the Avatar reference? <laughs> I would think that probably Spongebob is one of our most quoted or used uh, meme, gifs, whatever, on the show. Uh, Yeah. Well, that was cringe, for sure. (laughs) And just another moment, like, you can't throw in your generic anime, like, panty shot because this is a kid's show, so I guess it's the closest we get. That doesn't stop Japan. To fan service here. Well, in the in in the U.S. version, anything yeah. that has been dubbed or put on TV for for kids uh, has much stricter uh, has been sterilized. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't get me started on yeah. how don't get Aunt Charlie and I started on how they they cousins? ruined Sailor Moon cousins. Oh my God, it's they're that's, cousins. That's right? just the tip. Yeah, of the iceberg. no, actually, they just everybody. made it worse. They made it incest. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's those two are cousins. The ones that are like romantically looking into each other's eyes right now, they're cousins. Yeah, yeah. No that's gay better, here. Right? No gay here. That's no. Better. You made you made them incestuous cousins. You made you made when, them lesbians. Still, when incest is better than gay, that's a problem, y'all. <laughs> Maybe just let them be gay. It's fine. Uh, oh God! Only in America are we. We're stop, but it's for the children. It's for no. the children. We can't indoctrinate them. But so okay, yep, here we go. It's it's not okay to show our children to a uh, healthy relation, queer relationship. Uh, but we can totally promote uh incest. That's great. It's wonderful. It's totally. This fun. is America. Yep. Yep. So, uh. so the the kind of. The kind of button on this, and we'll t- I'm sure we'll talk more about the the dreams in a minute. But the button on the episode is that like, Ang finds this big bed that everyone. Oh, well, we we have more to talk about. Like, really quick, let's briefly discuss the gang. It feels like every single person has like a very bad idea for how to like get yeah. rid of Ang's stress, and they're all awful. Like, Wait, Katara's <laughs> idea is a good idea. It's just not one that's going to help. I th- yeah. I don't think it's a bad idea. But it's these like extreme things like you know, a massage sounds lovely. Someone rubbing my back, maybe getting a little bit of elbow grease in there to like to dig to dig in dig into those little like clumps or whatever. But like, you know, there's a difference between like a nice soothing like steam room massage and like a, a, an aggressive like sports massage like a hard massage you get a hard massage and you're like oh my god i feel like i'm gonna get bruised yeah uh and that's ang is just it's like uh it's like those all those cartoons where like the characters go to a spa for the day which i feel only comes from the fact that like hollywood types just go to spas all the time so yeah. many people watch those episodes as kids and they're like i don't relate to this at all the rugrats are going to a spa i don't get it it's a spa what's the spa and like they always, like, show the people getting, like, burned or singed or, like, you know, ang- like, oh, oh, it's painful. And then they come out of it and they're like, wow, I feel so great and relaxed. Like, that would be me. I'd still be a ball of nerves and uh, in pain. And then there's someone's so idea is just therapy and also his beard again. We bring back the beard. 
and I we love get, that. We get Sokka's beard back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I was trying to I use that come up with a joke so many times of it's time for another therapy session. So <laughs> many times in my high school career, I don't know why. I uh, I I was trying to make a joke about like Sokka being like Suki's beard. Because like she's gay or whatever, but I, they're I each couldn't other's really bring it beards, all together. But also they're, they're each other's beards. They're both by so. Yeah, I believe it. I ship it. Listen, my 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 OT three here is Sokka, Suki, and Zuko. Just the three of them, poly trio. I Suzuki. love it. Suzuki, Suzuka. Yes. Suzuka. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I love it. I'm here um, for it. That dream where where Aang's like, "Oh, oh, Sokka, you have to climb this because in my dream you you failed at climbing this and you got captured or killed by the fire nation. <laughs> so climb this cliff right now." And Sokka isn't just like, "No," he's he's like, eh, it's stupid fucking Aang and dreams." Like literally starts climbing it to appease him. I'd be like, "Nah, dog, I'm he I'm wants good to fam. prove that he can do it." <laughs> yeah. I think then, yes, all of this series of shenanigans, like, proclaiming, fake proclaiming his love for Katara, which is almost worse than the spirit shit that he takes. And then. Uh, it's, it's such bait. It's like audience bait. We get <laughs> the scene with Sokka and trying to climb this sheer rock face, which does not end well. Uh, Toph tries to give him a back massage, that which doesn't work. And then we end. Uh, where things just keep spiraling, and Aang finally culminates in the ultimate, like, you thought th- things come in threes, well, this episode shatters that, because with the A- Momo Appa fight, we get every last other anime cringe trope thrown into the this little, uh, which may, for some people... Is it three? So he, set up he has Wolverine. He has, I think it's more than that. It's like six. He has like Wolverine like <laughs> fingers. He has a sword in each one of his arms and he has six of them. So. Well, like legs. two of them yeah. would, be, would be, he'd be standing on them. So it's probably only four, I want to say. But yeah. But there's like one in his mouth. Is it? Is so there? do they mention one piece? Too many. Too many. Do they, do they mention one piece? They the do references? not. But. Because there's that character with, like, all those different swords in one piece. So, we are going to wrap uh, this nightmare of an episode by talking about uh, this final, uh, which I would think is honestly, for me, the worst fight scene in uh, Avatar, but I don't, I'm sure that's going to be a controversial opinion. Wait, you're talking about the uh, Appa Momo fight? I hate it. I Name hate a it. more dynamic fight. I love this it is, because I, it's epic. stupid. That's why yeah. it's good. Yeah. How, how dare you? Greta Thrunberg, help me out here. How dare you? Um, I, That's going to make sense in the edit. It's all good. People, <laughs> come at me, bro. Uh, uh, yeah, so let's speed run again the all of the references in this fight. There's so, too many, I think. Yeah, my shampoo for sure. Oh, Amor oh, that's is just Jean. Okay, no, it's definitely Jean. I just realized that the reference with Appa and the many shorts and the the arms. Okay, it's Star Wars. People, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't even throw like. Yo, it is Star. Oh my god, yeah. it's fucking General Grievous. That's so funny. Yeah, it's not even just anime now. We're just throwing everything beyond the kitchen sink. We're throwing in the 
we're tossing in the lightsaber and the imagine the if they had ninja and snorkado is here except it's with swords and a flying bison it's sword nato <laughs> it's sword nato it uh yeah so zach mentioned samurai shampoo there's also influences of cowboy Bebop and flcl uh we got the Star Wars from Charlie, which isn't even a fucking anime. And <laughs> Star Wars is my favorite anime. So, and then apparently they Momo's- did have that anime short film series of uh, Star Wars. And now Star Wars is an anime, so you can't say that anymore. Ha! Ha! Appa- apparently, <laughs> Momo's design is very similar to a character from Seven Samurai. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Uh, and then the katana positions of Momo is from, like, Afro Samurai and Gino, and the list keeps going and going, and oh, I'm so not going to. Gurupatik! Like, <laughs> he, that he shows up, Chakras! Oh yeah, Gurupatik shows Chakras. up and he's got, like, eight <laughs> fucking arms. Um, Holy shit. Which actually, that makes sense to me. So when that's Guru a mythology Pati, reference, so it is myth. It's a myth. It's a yeah. mythology to Hinduism. It's like a Hindu yeah, thing, it's Hinduism. Right? Yeah. yeah. And Saraswati, who is the goddess of knowledge, and the six arm design um, is very, very common in references to Hinduism. So, uh, and he's also worn in like your traditional like Indian or Buddhist uh, get up. For an Indian Hindu holy man, so yeah, I think uh, that is that scans for me. Everything else is just—I mean, if you're gonna throw it in this episode, this is the one to do it, I guess. There's a scene where a bunch of like rocks come out of the forest and like, yeah. like almost like snake patterns that remind me of the the pigs that come out of the forest in Princess Mononoke. That might be a stretch. All right. There's a scene where all the you've seen Mononoke, right? I have not. No? No? Charlie? Listen, you've never seen Princess Mononoke? I am getting a bad grade in anime, okay? We all know this. Listen. Ghibli, Ghibli is not is, anime. Ghibli mm. is, uh, like, mm. heightened anime. It is anime that... I know. It is universal anime. It's beautiful. If you like animated content at all, I think all, I've Ghibli seen, like, will half of them, maybe? I've, I've, seen, I've seen enough Ghibli. Uh, well, you haven't seen all of them, so you haven't seen enough. Yeah, so, but like I, mean, I, I, I've seen uh, Ghibli. It's not like I haven't seen any. Okay, you're right. You're right. That is fair. Uh, so we'll take issue with the word enough, Your Honor. <laughs> Gavel. Well, we then the rest of this episode with Zuko. He's a prince. Okay, he gets the Zuko stuff is actually pretty important, though. It is. So, Charlie, why don't you give us a rundown of what happens with Zuko this episode? Well, I mean, he's, do- he's doing his usual, like, prince thing, and he's, like, trying to hang out with his girlfriend, and he's like, uh, no one to... Getting really lovey-dovey with her. Yeah, they're, they're, they're actually so pretty cute. cute, and it's obnoxious, you know? <laughs> his, what we don't see in his that His anime scene goth is... girlfriend. Yes. Yeah, we don't see... Uh, Zuko tell the guards to turn around so yeah. like they can get freaky Liter- on the couch. That's what we don't see. That's definitely what happens. <laughs> um, but there's this whole like side plot with um, uh, wh- what is, what is I- I'm forgetting words right now. It's like a war meeting. Yeah, there's there's a war meeting yeah. going on, and Zuko's like, I wasn't invited. Well, you're the prince. You don't have to be invited. You're just expected to go. And he's like, Azula's plotting against me. My dad. Uh. His typical angst shit going on, even though he's not ang. 
Um, angst, angst, angst. <laughs> and find the avatar. Find the avatar. <laughs> and then he's hanging out with May, and the guards are like, "Hey, yo! Everyone's waiting at the war meeting for you to show up. You were supposed to be there." <laughs> yeah. And then he um, goes, and we won't find out what happened during this war meeting till like someone's comment, maybe. Maybe a while. I, th- I think that's the episode that you find out what happens during this war meeting. Well, he says that he was sat right by, uh, at the right hand of his father. Yeah, like, was the perfect prince. This is an important like plot thing, but you don't hear what happens. Mm. It just like fades to black, and it's like, oh, he he's gone. He left the meeting now. It's over. Yeah, but that that's a thing that happened, and it's pretty important. <laughs> Uh, it did, it did, you know, but meetings after we've all been in meeting after meeting and Zoom after Zoom during the pandemic, I can also see why Zuko and like that, this was the most profound, I think, moment for me in the episode was when he, you know, Aang's over here being like, uh, you're my forever girl, baby. And (laughs) Zuko is confiding to his forever girl, I was everything my father wanted me to be in that meeting, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's not me. Yeah, and this is where he realizes he yeah. he done fucked up. See, this is this is where I would be really shallow and like 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 superficial about my time because I'd be the prince and and it'd be like, oh yikes, like a a full day war meeting. I was gonna like. You know, do I was gonna go for a run, and then I was gonna do some drawing, mm. and then. But you know what? I wasn't technically invited. I wasn't technically invited, so that means I'm. I don't have to go. I, that's what that means, right? I mean, he could like, use no. the technicality of not being invited to be like, "Oh, I don't have to go. Great. All right. Cool. See y'all later, fam." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is obviously not Zuko's mo. The the fact that like this meeting happens right now, and like the next episode is Day of Black Sun, isn't it? So, like, this is the thing that turns Zuko, and, like, we don't even get to see what it is until the finale. We don't get to hear what happens. That's awesome. It is definitely intentional, just like most things to the show, which means that every single reference in this episode was intentional and and canon it means that dragon ball z somehow exists in the avatar universe <laughs> god damn it Aang has watched star wars anyway. this is i'm sorry i'm gonna call it this is uh this is o- the only crossover that's worse in this episode is the crossover episode with steven universe and oh that's not uncle, grandpa. uncle grandpa i've only watched it once i have never seen it but I know at some point in the episode, like, they make a joke about how none of this is canon. That's, like, the first thing that they say in the episode. It's like, none of yeah. this is canon! And then they blow up a ship with um, Sadie and Lars on it. Like, because, because you know, they blew up the ship with canon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Is that, is that, is that, does that happen? Um, what do you mean? Do they actually blow up a ship with yeah, Sadie yes, and in, Lars Yes, in the Uncle it? Grandpa episode. Okay, That's, I take it back, yeah, Watch, it. like, the first, even like, the, two even... seconds of the episode, and then just, like, skip it. That's it. Man, even that episode has a good joke in it. God, I fucking love Steven Universe. Anyway, back to the... So, it, we we talked a lot about this meeting that we didn't see. Maybe we should talk about some things that we did see, i.e. cool stuff and bad stuff that people may or may not have done. It's time for some experience points. 
Woo! Uncle, do you realize what this means? I won't get to finish my game. Shouldn't there be a board or some pieces or something to jangle? I won Dungeons and Dragons, and it was advanced. Evil? Or maybe chaotic neutral? The Demogorgon! <laughs> We're a deep shit. You've been shot by an arrow. Ow! Well, there'd be penalties to her experience if she acted out of alignment. All right. All right, let's start with crit successes, and then we'll do crit, crit failures. I have a good crit failure. Um, my crit success is gonna go to, honestly, Sokka, for trying, he is, his craft check on that saddle that he's making for fucking Appa. Damn! Oh, the awesome armor? Yeah, that yeah. armor That was gonna be mine. <laughs> I don't understand where the fuck he pulled these materials from, uh, you know, but I guess after making a sword from Meteorite, he's an expert- Oh yeah, metal worker I guess now. So. He just has like a portable little foundry that he uses, and is just able to craft armor just like anywhere in the woods. Like some people have a food truck. Uh, <laughs> Asaka has a uh, has a portable blacksmithy. So yeah, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, that's mine. That's good. That's good. Yeah, um, I'm still thinking. Well, well then, I guess, I guess I have to change mine, and my crit success will be just, just the the line that Aang says in the final dream. That is the crit success. No, Fire Lord Ozai, you're not wearing pants. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, the that was a good one. Turn the tables. <laughs> His <laughs> lucid dreaming. <laughs> He Wait, if he you think the a- tables are turning, that means you thought there were unturned tables. <laughs> Turns out Aang, Aang is a big fan of Adele because uh, he is not going to let... Uh, he's done with your turning tables. <laughs> My crit success is... Uh, it's Appa for fighting with, like, what, six swords? Or something crazy that. like that? <laughs> yeah, it, Appa's a badass that, like... What about Momo for is, fighting with is one skilled- sword against, like, four? Yeah. <laughs> They're both really, really, like, Appa for being able to wield all those swords effectively, and Momo for being able to fight them all off, my goodness. Uh, in that awesome canon best fight in the whole series uh, uh, fight <laughs> that I'm referencing right now. That um, definitely happens. That's my crit successes. <laughs> yeah, my crit success is Appa for his swords. All crit- right. failures! Crit fail. Uh, mine is going to be Toph for her meld stone, like whatever spell she cast, it was definitely off. Uh, way too powerful. Like, Aang almost broke it. Congratulations, Toph. You almost broke the avatar's back. Um, Hmm. can't you already see as the entire weight of the world on his shoulders? It's a lot, okay? Oh my god, Toph was almost the bane to his Batman. (laughs) I would have, I would have broken my, I I don't know what I would have, I would have ended up looking like something that's straight out of a horror movie where like they just contort and, or it would have been like a no face and here I am just with all of my limbs just contorted out of place. Yeah, I bruise easily too. Top should have just been like. Ang, I got this thing. It's gonna relax you. It's you're gonna be so chill. You don't even worry about it. And then she just punches him in the face. She's like, you know, and then he, and that then he like could have worked. 
And then he goes down hard and cold in the dirt, and Episodes she's like, "Episode's over. That? That's Relax. it. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> Fade to black. <laughs> Fade to black. My crit fail is uh, the dungeon master, the DM. Oh, <laughs> for letting for letting their neckbeard weeb friend DM a session of the campaign. Their weeb friend was clearly like, "Hey, I want to I want to give this DMing thing a try. Why don't you let me DM an episode?" And he's like. All right, fine. Not a lot's going to happen here. The The invasion won't be for two sessions from now. So you can take this session and, you know, do what you want with it. And then immediately regretted that decision. <laughs> He's like, wait, Aang has chains all over his pants. And wait, are there any swords bigger than the people that are wielding them? No? All right, there's that at least. Mm. <laughs> like, g- guy thought he was super clever, like, splicing in all the references. But the thing about references in D&D is because you can't show the person, you can't show the scenery, you have to, like, explain it, mm. you always just end up being like, oh, yeah, this is like that sanctuary temple from Inuyasha. You always just end up calling out the <laughs> reference while you're explaining it. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's all it's fine. Totally, don't even worry about it. Uh, do you have a crit fail, uh, Charlie? Um, in my opinion, you have a smorgasbord to choose from in this episode. I, I think the crit fail is just egg. Just... In this entire episode, his his decision not to sleep, and just like everything that spirals after that, it's just it just keeps going. It keeps going. He just keeps crit failing. Just <laughs> honorable mention to Toph for like seeing how stressed he was after the back um after the, the, the back paddling and her being like, That's fine. Don't worry, I have a porcupine to shove. Oh, let's do some acupuncture, fam. <laughs> she just shove into your bag. the porcupine from like a mile away and it lands in her hand. <laughs> she just like does this and then we hear like Okay, so okay, does that involve catch- animal bonding now? Like or is that is No, no, I think she earth bent underneath the porcupine yeah. and sent it flying. Got you. <laughs> She okay. shoves a little platform up and the, the porcupine goes flying into her hand. It reminds me of uh, when they're in Alice in Wonderland and they're playing with the little uh, porcupine, whatever balls they have. Uh, it's like a little creature for the Queen oh, of yeah. Hearts so she can play croquet. Mm. Uh, it looks like a little like it, hedgehog or something. Yeah, it's a, it's a hedgehog, I think. Maybe? Oh Yeah. Man. They're cute and I feel bad for it and... Um, yeah, it's. I also, Ang, you did the right thing by running away because I do mm-hmm. not trust anybody with needles. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Except to get your COVID vaccine and your flu shot. Do that. Vaccine <laughs> save lives, folks. Toph is um, here with your COVID vaccine from a porcupine. <laughs> all right, folks. Toph's like, don't worry, I got your, I got your third jab right here. <laughs> it's you're overdue. Come get your third jab. Well, folks, that, uh, I think will, is gonna do it for this, uh, week. So before we end for today, Charlie, where can our dear friends find you on the interwebs? Uh, too many freaking places. I, I need to stop existing on the internet. Um, let's see. Personally, I'm at, uh, GreenPixie12 most places, except for Twitter, where I'm at GreenPixie123. Uh, I have an art Instagram that's at GreenPixieDraws. Uh, I have a YouTube I haven't used in a while, but it's at Charlie Mac, M-A-C-K. Uh, and then my two pods! Woo! Yeah, of the Eldest Gods and Fandom's Gone Wrong. Pod, 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 pod. Twitters and Instagrams will all be linked in the description. Like, there's, there's the, like, check out our friends section of every single description of the episode, and it lists all the different, like, handles for all the different social medias. Your 
your list of links it's just, it's, will be just as long above it. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's fine. And both Alex and Zach have been on both of the the podcasts, so woo! That's true. They're yeah, really good. Right. Go listen to them. Go listen to um. What was the episode that I was on? Where- yeah, it was an Avatar episode. You were on for the part one of season two. That's right. And then the episode that I did for uh, Oteg was the... Oh, God. The... Don't make me remember that. <laughs> it, it's, it, was, it was a chapter. Was a chariot race. It was... It... There was a chariot race. Oh, yeah, it was the it was chariot, chariot one. Yeah. yeah. That was fun shit. Um... I talked about Sailor Moon and loved it. I was sick the one time that Zach went on to talk about Avatar, so that didn't happen. But we love you, Charlie. We're so happy you were able to join us. And we also love you like for 10 million other reasons, but also because you're a patron. And we want to thank all of our other patrons, Takana and Time Lord Iroh and Matt and Mott and... uh, well, rude, all of our OG crew, thank you for everything you do. Uh, for those of you who have thought about but have not yet, we have a wonderful Patreon that you should continue consider donating to uh, on a monthly basis. A dollar gets you access to our Discord. We got a book club. We got a dining hall that uh, Zach talked about earlier where you post all your wonderful food selfies. It's great. And just a wonderful, supportive community. Uh, we have for $5 a bonus content, No Pod Embossing Say, where we remo- review media that we wish did or did not exist for various reasons. Uh, $10 a month, monthly access to happy hour and other fun activities and $20. Uh, well, you basically have just helped us. Uh, you insured Aang made it to the invasion. Uh, he got his sleep. He did not fuck up. You, he reaches the avatar state. Everything's all good. And you get to literally pick what we talk about for any episode. So there you go. (laughs) Thanks so much, friends. You can also find us. Uh, Zach will link all that stuff. Um, our friend, uh, and Zach's dear brother, Jake Gertis, does our theme music. You can find his stuff on Instagram, also down in the show notes. And if you can't donate to us monthly, that's okay. We understand times are tough, but go and give us a review on wherever. Five star review. You can listen. I I'm I don't care what the review says. You can trash us like for paragraphs and paragraphs Ooh. in the review as long as it's five stars. But you put five star the review, you can make the review whatever you want, and I will read it and laugh. I will um, say it again because it's the best review of all time. Uh, Takana just said, Bang pooped his pants. Five stars. Bang pooped his pants. Five stars. Great. Love it. Please you do. Gotta love it. I, th- yeah, I think that's... the next five star review should be, um, No Fire Lord Ozai, you're not wearing pants. Five stars. <laughs> that's it. There you go. Did you- Challenge someone yeah. go and accept it. Like, it's an Agni Kai, but in terms of. The everyone lives at the end, and we get a five star review. So, did you run through all the links for us, babe? I did not. I was like there in the show. You can find us at CabbageCast on Twitter, at MyCabbageCast on Instagram, and at my cabbage or er, and MyCabbageCast at Gmail dot com on email. We are responsive and stuff. We don't post to social media probably as often as we should, but we're trying to get better at that. Anyways, uh, I'm Zach. I'm Alex, and I'm Charlie. And this has been My Cameras! Tip your weight stuff. It's really important. Bye, everyone. Peace and love. Bye. Bye.
you're not wearing pants. That movie sucked. I kind of liked it. Movie Night Crew Network.